Hey guys, so Kevin and I were doing an Oscar prediction episode, and while we were doing that, we went off on a tangent about Justice League, the Snyder Cut, and superhero movies, and it didn't fit with the rest of the Oscar episode, but I still liked what we had to say. So I'm going to release this as a short episode as the Oscars aren't until April 25th. So I'm not going to release my Oscars episode a month before they actually happen. So this will be released in its place. What were your thoughts about the Snyder Cut? How do you feel about the state of superhero movies these days? How are you doing? We have some stuff coming out soon that I'm excited about. And thank you so much for listening. Enjoy. Well, I'll tell you what. Once Cruella comes out, I think you'll change your tune. I think I may fall in love with movies again. <laughs> really embrace the art form and respect what yeah. Disney has done. They're calling it the next Citizen Kane, so I'm excited. Mm-hmm. They should... <laughs> For a second, I almost said, well, they are releasing it in black and white, but unfortunately, that is not true. Did you know that Zack Snyder wanted justice league in black and white too in addition to his time the whole the whole thing yeah why because vision the vision's a marvel character <laughs> and we're off to the races we got one <laughs> one joke in the can kevin is making a making a run for it <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me because even the comics were in color like what i don't i don't understand what part of it I think he fancies himself an artiste, and so mm. regardless... How much, how, how much money would I have to pay you to watch the entire Snyder Cut? I did watch the entire Snyder Cut. Oh! The day it came out. Get, should we talk about that? I don't really want to. Maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe at a different time, but... Right. That's, I, your, that's your preview, folks. <laughs> but... Uh, Let's just say I was not, not, I did not enjoy it. Okay. Well, in the words of Rich Evans from the, the Red Letter Media video, the original was a cut up mess and the new, the Snyder Cut is an uncut up mess. <laughs> uncut mess? Yeah. Directed by the Safties? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I watched the Snyder Cut when it came out last week and then the day after I watched the original or the, the Joss Whedon version. Yeah. And I enjoyed the Joss Whedon version more because Really? Yeah. It's you know, neither of them are good. They are not <laughs> they are not good. I am never Correct. going to watch either of them again. As soon as I think of something else, the space that they occupied in my brain will be emptied and they will be forgotten forever. However, Joss Whedon's went down a lot easier than four hour Snyder Cut. Okay. Now, now, if the no, l- let me tell you this: if the uh, Joss Whedon was as long as the Snyder Cut, which would you, which would you have have liked more? <laughs> I think because I feel because because I, I feel that length was one of the factors. Like, oh, thank God, it's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hard to say. You know what? If the Joss Whedon cut. I think the advantage I have to give is to the the Whedon cut because it actually uses utilizes the entire screen and isn't in the goofy aspect ratio. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. My question is if he didn't if 
if if he didn't have that tragedy, like how 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 would he have cut that down? What do you mean? Well, because the Snyder Cut is four hours. Yeah. And movie studios would have looked at that and been like, absolutely not. <laughs> you're you're cutting this down, you know, Snyder. Well, the the original plan was to have it be two parts. That was they were gonna have a two part thing. I see. And they were almost done with it. And then after the negative reception of Batman v Superman, they started to doubt the ability of Justice League being successful because they didn't they didn't think that the tone of Batman v Superman, people would want to see more of that. And so they betrayed Zack Snyder and hired Joss Whedon to marvel it up. Yeah. So it's all the studio's fault. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's. It's hilarious for them because they they have spent so much money. They had to they had to spend a lot of money so that Joss could film the the scenes needed for his rewrites. So the original Justice League cost three hundred million dollars, and then they had to throw in seventy more million for the Snyder cut. So they're they're hemorrhaging money for this thing that no one wants or likes. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the, the, the minority of people who love the tone that Zack Snyder was going for, I'm happy that they can finally have the thing that they wanted, but it's not good. It doesn't add anything to culture, and we should move on. Well, did it make money? Justice League? Yeah. No, it, was, it, it did not make what it needed to make to be successful. Copy, okay. Because it cost $300 million, It made $600 million. But marketing is, yeah. So they needed seven fifty to break even. Right. They they should have just stuck to their guns, but they don't have the backbone to make a decision from the get go. So they're they're improvising as they go, and it leads to stuff that causes them to spend a lot of money. Before before watching the Snyder Cut, did you have did you have uh, high hopes? Did you like okay this is this is gonna be yeah no, okay <laughs> I am tired. I'm really tired of superheroes at this point. I'm very critical of Marvel, but Marvel has has monopolized that space in my brain for superhero movies, and the Nolan trilogy of Batman movies has as well. There's no space left. I don't have any more bandwidth for further properties. Well, I'd argue that you do. You just it it just needs to be good. It just it it just needs to not be like mediocre. Maybe, but I'm not. This is not that. I mean, how. Unless something is really different and is really unique, I don't see how my excitement could ever go back up for a superhero movie because I feel like everything that can be done has been done. At this point, right? Because the move now at this point, like the movies are introducing characters to us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we don't know who the fucking Eternals are. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know who fucking Doctor Strange was. The the bubble is full, and they're yeah. they're gonna keep filling it up. Disney has all these Marvel TV shows that are coming out, so the bubble will continue to grow and grow. And I don't see it as a landscape for more creativity. Yeah. Now here's here's what I will say. That's that's exactly what I said before Guardians of the Galaxy, and then Guardians came out, and I was like, okay, there's interesting takes that you can do with this and it all and it all depends on the vision so hence uh, wandavision 
Yeah, exactly. So you need to get that guy in all your movies. Because <laughs> it, it has it has the vision, right? It's got vision. Uh, uh, no. Uh, so when they give Taika that uh, Ragnarok, you know, and they give like these interesting directors and they give them enough creative like leeway to let them do what they do, the movies will be interesting. So, and I think that they're starting to realize that. So all eyes on Chloe for this Eternals movie. To see if it has yeah. any semblance of her, of a vision. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. He, she's on the screen for like five seconds. I'm like, ah, there he is. <laughs> Boo. Uh, Boo. Do you think that there is creativity left in the genre? Are you excited for future properties? Like the, I got it. the Batman with Robert Pattinson? The Joker made me made me more excited because it's it it, it kind of goes back to what I was saying before. I was like, if you have different takes on it, like you can it it'll be like you're not watching the same thing, right? The thing is, is like it's it, Marvel for a time made every Marvel movie look like a Marvel movie. Does that make sense? Yeah. And Guardians was different, and Ragnarok was different, and I think the Joker was different, even though that's not Marvel, but like. People are starting to catch on, and it's like, okay, everyone has seen this Captain America, Iron Man plot. You know what I'm saying? Everyone, has, so we gotta, so so we we gotta do something to spice it up. And I think I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt because the Joker was more effort put into it than it could have been. <laughs> it, it it succeeded on some things, and it and it didn't succeed in other. But but it was definitely interesting, right? Yeah. So if the industry keeps going in that way, then then we'll see, right? Because the only because the only th- reason that makes a superhero movie superhero movies is because they existed in like a comic, right? But like now it's at this point at which we don't know where these comics are coming from. Like not you and I know, but so it, it you can think of them as just like properties of like, hey, this guy is just the guy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm willing to give the benefit of that. And Joker was made for relatively cheap and it made a billion dollars so the there's definitely a market there yeah the pattinson one has is is running into some issues right what's 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 the update on that one i don't know i know that there was there was rumors about disagreements between pattinson and the director and then i mean the pandemic happened but I, i think they resumed filming interesting here's the thing is that i think nolan perfected the dark batman if you were going to make another Dark Batman, it would have to be better than the Nolan films. Think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. So when people talk about the Pattinson, you know, being rated R and being violent and dark, that's fine. But it, it, violent and dark doesn't necessarily mean interesting. Gritty does not equate to quality. Right? Because in my mind, the Dark Knight movies could have... They're rated 13, right? Are they rated PG-13? They're PG-13. Yeah. And they're like... And they're, and they're super interesting. So I don't need Batman like brutally beating somebody up for for, 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 for for a Batman movie to be good. And I don't necessarily need it to be dark. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see what direction they go in. And that was the problem I had with Zack Snyder's take because Zack Snyder believes that gritty and dark automatically means good. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. The most interesting things about the Ben Affleck Batman are that he's obviously suffering from something. Yeah. So dig deeper and 
to that. Oh. Look at the old Justice League. The animated series or like the comics or what have you, they're not dark. <laughs> but they have interesting lines. Batman, yeah. what's... Did hear someone rob the five and dime store down the street? You that's, gotta use your detective skills to find, figure out who did it. That's not what they're like. But I would still, but I would definitely watch that movie. <laughs> that back when comic books cost a nickel. I don't know if you can buy anything for a nickel now. I don't, I, you know, I don't know if anything, like, if you can give five cents to anything. I think even like candy now is like at least a quarter. I think you can buy PlayStation 1 games for a nickel. I mean, that's how much GameStop pays for them.